0: Right in front of your face are seven players I'd go trade for before week one kicks off. Seven players I'd trade away before week one kicks off. Why? Because the guys in green are gonna gain value as the season rolls along, maybe as early as week one. The guys over here are going to lose value, so if you don't trade them now, you won't get this really high value that each one of them actually hold right now. If you own one of these guys, I got good news, they have very high trade value. Now, I don't think every one of these guys will bust or every one of them is a lock to disappoint you, but everything revolves around ADP, or trade value. Everybody thinks ADP is gone and done with once the draft is over. Not true. It transitions into trade value, but it's very similar. And far too many people don't look at trade value like they look at ADP, but they should. We're going to break it all down right now. Eckler, Eckler Gordon. Eckler, baby, all day. Easy, easy, easy. Money, I mean like I, I feel like, I'm, you know, if, you, if I was getting paid for that advice, Dr. Rush, I would refund refunded. <laughs> I would I'd take the money, bro. I live in California. You Okay. Intro Top 5 Running Back. You're watching The Fantasy Football Show. Smitty. Okay, so you know how much I love Hollywood Brown. You know how much I'm starting to really warm up to Jonathan Taylor as a fourth drafted player or if you've already drafted your fourth player on your roster, trade for him at fourth drafted player value. If you do that, you're buying him at protected, built-in, I can earn my value back type of trade value that could win you a league if, if he ends up landing and if he doesn't, you're fine. McLaurin. He had like a fifth or sixth round ADP heading into the final weeks of drafting. I think he has low-end wide receiver one value. I truly do. McLaurin had a really good rookie year. He started his career with three straight games with a touchdown. He's the kind of wide receiver that I think could turn into a Steve Smith or kind of a mini version of Tyreek Hill. He's unguardable in today's NFL. And I think that Washington will be down a lot throwing in the third and fourth quarter And that's going to create a lot of garbage time for this guy to develop and mature fast at the NFL level. I'm excited about McLaurin. He's got wide receiver one appeal. Go trade for him. And I got to throw DK Metcalf on the screen, too. Now we've got eight over on the green side and seven over on the red. Big deal. Big deal. But DK needs to be mentioned too. In fact, now that I've added them, I think DK and Chark are my top two guys on this list, the guys that I think could have the biggest impact if you go trade for them at their current ADP or trade value, current trade market value, aka fair market value, aka what you can get on the street if you go knocking. DK right now, if you equate his value via trade, very close to draft day, they're pretty much the same as of right now, DK costs you what would equate to fifth overall drafted value chark same thing maybe late fourth but probably early fifth round value equated to draft value now you can't equate anything to draft value once the the season kicks off because everything gets jostled around pat mahomes could throw seven touchdowns on thursday night football and now he's a top 12 overall pick and where you drafted him does not matter if patty mahomes doesn't do much at all On Thursday night, you might be able to go trade for that guy at value in the late third round if you were to equate it back, trace it back to actual draft value. You have to think about ADP in a new way heading into your 2020 fantasy football season. I'm going to train you to constantly be creating your own ADP that really is fair market value via trade. It's like a stock market. When do you sell high? It's only a kick. When do you hold? When do you say, God, I've tanked too much, I can't sell now, I'll lose my shirt. But if I wait it through, the market will adjust and I'll get my value back. Maybe I sell then because I'm afraid of another dip. Think uh, David Montgomery kind of went up in value in the off season. We all got excited again, he got hurt. Now we're reminded that not only is there an injury, there's naggy. People are like, how do I get out of this stock? How do I get out of David Montgomery stock? Now, if he climbs back into some kind of positive return or even Steven type of wash trade value, meaning you get back what you invested on draft day, a lot of people would wanna take that because they'd be worried about another valley and not enough peaks or even ever reaching a peak ever again. The reason that David Montgomery's not over here is because he's hurt and his trade value is low. The point of this video is to go trade guys that are actually valued really high before they tank. They may not tank, half of them may not tank, but I've assembled a group of players that I feel have enough red flags and concerns that this is the the highly likely group to tank. David Johnson, you've gotta be worried about David Johnson. If If you are not worried about David Johnson, even if you own him, it's because you probably own him in a dynasty league and you can't get rid of him, you're trying to justify why. David Johnson still has value. Could he do okay? Yeah. Could he have 100 yards and a touchdown on Thursday night? He could, but will he disappoint you in week 10, week 11? If Clyde doesn't do great on Monday night, people are gonna freak out. If DJ outperforms Clyde on Thursday night, people are gonna freak out. It's a marathon you got to be ready to weather through a week or two or three or four of tempered expectations or disappointment. You can't say, oh, DJ had 100 yards on opening night. He's back. And I could be wrong about DJ. Again, I'm not going to land every one of these. I could be wrong about Gurley, who I'm so, so against you drafting or was against you drafting. And I'm against you trading for him. And because his value is so high, I'm recommending you trade him away. Now, why is Odell on this list? Because Odell has constantly disappointed us. He's constantly disappointed me. I believed in him. Oopsie on me. That's me. But enough is enough. Stefanski runs the ball a ton. He dials back his passing attacks and funnels everything through the running game. Odell is is very, very good getting a lot from a little. I've said that phrase several, several times this offseason, but injury, previous disappointment, scaled back passing attack, too many things are pointing to a decline or disappointment there's a lot there i just said that should be alarming to you that should make you think okay how is he really gonna get to where we want him to get to not disappoint us love bell same thing think about it think about what i'm saying right now love bell has gaze in his way love bell disappointed last year love bell is getting older they don't want love bell there There's reports that Lev Bell's slow. He looks in great shape, but maybe he's not doing well on the field, I don't know. Those are a lot of things to pile up on top of a player that's coming out of 2019 completely disappointing you. Why would you put all your faith in that? And again, I could be wrong about Bell or Gurley or both or some of these guys, but what I'm telling you is if you avoid players that have a lot of these concerns piling up, you're probably gonna avoid disappointment more frequently. It's a numbers game. I might be right on Gurley, Johnson, not Ryan, not Odell, be right on Bell, not Cooper, be right on Chubb. I'm not expecting to get all these right, but all of these guys I've identified as having the red flags and concerns to make them more likely to... This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot... If you want the video version of this show, get on over to Smitty1.com. Smitty, the number One.com. That's a short link to my YouTube channel. Let's go. Disappoint you. Nick Chubb has Kareem Hunt behind him. A running back that I believe is better, not only between the tackles or at least as good, but definitely better in the PPR game he can catch footballs way better than Nick Chubb and they're gonna lean on him more as a wide receiver. Nick Chubb is a super aggressive runner that had one of the biggest knee injuries in college football history. He was almost overworked last year and Hunt was ultra efficient when he returned midway through the year. There's a lot of things piling up against Nick Chubb. You gotta be able to feel when there's too many things there that he's gotta break through. Could he break through all that? Yeah, he could, but the odds are He won't if he's got a 10% chance I'm throwing an arbitrary number out there to prove a point. But let's say I've identified that he has a 10% chance of busting. Could he still be a top five running back? Yeah, 10% is 10%. He still could be in that 10%. Why does Amari Cooper bother me at his current ADP or trade value? Why do I want you to sell him high? CeeDee Lamb, history of drops, history of getting in his own head. Now he's looking at the number one wide receiver for the future, coming in and taking his job. Injury worry for me, you may not have it. I'm assuming a lot of things on the injury front, but I fear injury, I fear him getting rattled, I fear drops, I fear looking over his shoulder, I fear and smell disappointment. At least a high likelihood of it, and I could be wrong. David Johnson I already touched on. When has David Johnson looked like his old self? When? If you want to bank on that one, go right ahead. My point is that David Johnson girly, Gurley chubb and cooper and bell and odell and ryan could all buy you a safer vehicle to drive into week one with but you gotta act now matt ryan i don't hate but i feel like there's so many better quarterbacks right around his adp the reason i put him on this list is for you to use him to trade him in for a brady give a little and get a wilson give a little get a watson maybe give a little more and get a kyler the point is, so many people see Ryan as top five capable. Why not go get a more secure top five guy using Ryan? That's why he made this list, because I wanted to put a quarterback on there to try and help you maneuver into a Brady, a Wilson, or a Watson, or a Kyler. Just because you missed a guy in a draft doesn't mean you can't wiggle your way back in the door. Hollywood Brown is on his way to being a wide receiver one in my opinion 147 yards in week one off four catches he passed the eye test better than any wide receiver has ever passed the eye test in my mind as a rookie debut the foot lingered He's been working out with the Footwork King all off season long. He's added 20 pounds. I've seen his Instagram videos that he posts almost every freaking day because he's one of the hardest working wide receivers in the offseason that I've seen all year long. He is in one of the most potent offenses led by Lamar Jackson, who will only get better as a passer. The writing's on the wall. My gut's telling me that people are gonna walk out of week one, two, three, wondering why they didn't buy in to Hollywood Brown as a wide receiver one don't trade for them at that value, you do not. Again, the guys over here, you're buying low before they become what I'm telling you I think they can become. Heading into the final few weeks of uh, drafting, JT's been one of my favorite running backs to grab in the fourth round, especially if you go like wide receiver, wide receiver, wide receiver, and you draft your running back one in a very late fourth round draft slot. JT fits that bill like no other. McLaurin, like Hollywood, has wide receiver one potential. These guys right here, Hollywood, Taylor, McLaurin, Chark, DK, both could be wide receiver ones in my mind at 2020. I know Hollywood, McLaurin, DK, and Chark can't all be top 10, top 12 wide receivers, but I think all of them will dance around the top 12, and a couple of them will fall into that 10 to 12 range. The number 15 wide out might be like 10 or 12, 15 points away from the 12. I believe you will get wide receiver one production, if not very close to it, out of all four of Brown, McLaurin, Metcalf, Chark, and then you know A.J. Brown's up there, but everybody's valuing him already pretty high. I'm not sure you're going to be able to trade for A.J. Brown. That ship is sailed. That bull prediction has been beat like a dead horse all offseason long. Congrats to everybody that already owns aj brown zach moss could take a little bit of time to gain momentum and gain a starting role but i do have a weird feeling that singletary is going to let the the job go and moss will climb in and thrive and potentially even be a a running back too but you can't buy him at that value the point of this video is to buy low jerry judy's a rookie and and, in dynasty i love him and redraft i'm starting to like him a lot to the tune of a wide receiver three I think he starts showing his elite wide receiver one ability here and there in spots in 2020. Will he be consistent all year? No, but could he climb into uh, an elite wide receiver three or flex type value range? Yeah, he's that good. And Gibson, man, Gibson's either going to bust or be a top 10 running back. We don't know. He's raw. Hybrid players don't really translate all that well, but every player is different and I don't always take history and say Oh, it's gonna apply here It's always a case-by-case basis with me and the lack of competition in Washington makes Gibson Almost an obvious pick that no one's really paying attention to to the degree. They should be paying attention to it People know about him Everybody likes him but I kept getting him at running back four and five value even up to the last draft I had last night. Trade form before the values go up, trade them away before their values tank and you don't get even close to what you could get today. I'm not asking you to doubt all these guys and I'm not saying I won't be wrong, but I'm saying you can trade safely into a better player And if I'm wrong, you'll still do well. It's about mitigating risk with these guys. It's about buying low. And if they don't do what I say, you're probably still getting your value back because you're buying low. If you're not buying low, you're not paying attention. You're listening to the Fantasy Football Show.